what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. On your soul. What to do, fam? Welcome to episode seven of Broadly Specific, aka the BS Podcast, a one media production. I'm your host, Smooth1126. This is a podcast that gives you a generally precise opinion on how I see the world with vaguely distinct attempts to keep you informed and entertained. That sentence doesn't make any sense, nor has it ever, nor does the world we live in. So that's a sign that we have started the show. How are y'all doing? God damn, it's been a minute. I don't even want to admit, who cares? It's been, I don't know, a year and a half, maybe even two years since the last episode that I started this podcast. A lot of shit has gone down. <laughs> uh, I, first of all, I just want to say, to all the listeners that I have out there, I don't even know how this even has come to be, but I guess if you build it, they will come. I have an audience of about 75 people with over 400 listens. It's crazy. I mean, I don't think a lot of those people are recurring or coming back, but just to have that many unique listens, that's just crazy to me. It doesn't even make any sense because I, I don't talk about shit on this thing. I really don't. And, uh, it just, I kind of looked at that the other day and granted guys, I've been trying, I've been trying to try to figure out how I want to tackle this and, and, and take broadly specific in a way that's genuine and I can be consistent with it. But a lot of life has happened since then. Uh, most importantly, guys, I am now a father. I think the first episode I made of this thing, I had no kids. I'm going to think about having no kids. We were chilling. Me and my wife been together for many years and, you know, we always talked about having children. And after a certain point, we were kind of saying, it's not in the cars for us. It wasn't like we weren't trying, but it just didn't happen. And, you know, part of us was kind of upset, but another part of us enjoyed it. I mean, we got to travel the world, do so many experiences, just, you know, really live it up. Had a whole bunch of fucking Fridays didn't have, you know, any kind of you know, responsibilities, all that shit's out the window now. Cause yes, we got a kid whole, whole grown baby. Um, <laughs> uh, I had a, I had a baby boy and, and all jokes aside, man, it's the best blessing I've had in my entire life. My whole life has changed. And, you know, people talk about that cliche of like, Oh, you know, children, really the true gift of life and you always appreciate it i'm just like fuck all that i don't care but man it really is god damn it i love that boy love that boy all my heart man he's just he's so precious and you know i told my wife it's like if we you know if we ever had a son i would not want to name him junior my regular name is just plain it's not it's not fancy at all hers is but I was like, no, we gotta, you gotta give him something unique. And this kid looks just like me. 
So <laughs> I think we missed our opportunity to call him Junior. I mean, I I call him that in in jest because man, it's it's almost like looking in a mirror when I look at it, man. But he's really precious. He's so smart. Um, he's in that that baby transitioning to toddler phase, so he's pulling himself up on stuff and crawling everywhere, saying Dada. I already gave tears to that man. That was that was a few months ago though. But nah, man, it's just it's been life changing, life altering, and nothing but a blessing. Um, but yeah, he he came to us in uh, the summer of of June last year, and um, man, it's just since then things have really really changed. My whole perspective on life has completely been flipped. And as far as what uh, what drives me, what motivates me, you know, I have my own, you know, I've always had my own ambition and getting stuff done and advancing career and, you know, just hobbies and interests. But with the kid, man, it's just like it changes the the whole playing field. And, you know, I really have a keen sense of purpose my own purpose and that I'm here for a particular reason that I want to see him, you know, become the best man that he could become. And we really need that. I, I feel that this generation that's coming up um, is probably going to be one of the greatest generations that we've ever seen. You know, people talk about we're in that age of Aquarius, which I don't know the fuck that means. I just know it's something to do with water. I did watch Black Panther Wakanda forever. They were chilling, chilling with people in the water. I watched Avatar. They were chilling on the planet with blue people in the water. <laughs> so I guess it has started. But no, I just I think you know post COVID, post the woke era, and the age of information, and the the dawning of artificial intelligence that you know people are really interfacing and becoming part of our everyday lives and being in our face. I really think that um, this generation that's going to be only knowing this, not really knowing anything before this through their experience and being born into it and kind of just having to navigate life with this stuff, they're going to be extraordinary. They truly are. Um, I really feel a sense of responsibility as a parent that this is this is something that I need to do to make sure that I can leverage my experiences and my knowledge and pass it on to my son and any other children that we might have to really take advantage and, and advance themselves, their, their culture, and just the human race in general, man, and make this place just that much better. Uh, we have that opportunity. We're kind of past that phase where we're like, oh, I don't know. We're like, no, man, like the way information flows and where where you can't just be willfully ignorant on certain things anymore. Like if you do, then you just look like a dumbass. And I mean, you don't keep it moving, but you're just not. You won't be part of the society that will advance. And the things that I've seen. You know, I still work in a financial industry. A lot of tech is still predominant. There has been some kind of swings. Basically, most tech just did an overbet back in 2021. 
you know, because everything was completely shut down, online infrastructure just, you know, and IoT, just the internet of things just really accelerated. And so companies tried to compensate for that and, you know, overhired and they had to kind of dial it back last year. They're feeling those effects, but they're still growing in other ways and they're becoming more efficient and um, AI is really really kind of lighting a fire across the entire, you know, swath of in it, uh, industries. So in this new dawning, um, it's, you're going to have to take advantage of this stuff. If you really want to propel yourself in society, you can always opt out and, you know, guess live off the grid or stay unplugged, but <clears throat> you're really, really making a decision on the type of lifestyle that you want. And honestly, at a certain point, it will become second class. Like, think about it, man. A lot of these places nowadays don't even accept cash. Like, just to pay for stuff, you want to go get some food, or if you want to go to the store, you can give them, like, yeah, these cashiers $5. You don't know what the hell would do with it. They don't. Everything's becoming cash. So you got to swipe your card or tap or, I mean, I know Holes will use your freaking risk or like your palm or whatever it's just like it's crazy so you know you could still operate with that but it's like that's becoming you're going to be treated like a second class citizen if you're not really jumping on board this technology cha uh, train so it's going to be imperative for parents like myself for this next generation coming up to really prepare them for that and not just to say hey you need to dial all in and know about how, you know, to use your smartphone, all kind of shit, because no, that's, that's the wrong way to go. But no, just tell them the appreciate it. I want to show my son the, the evolution of, of where he is, what he's, what he's coming into and where that came from and how extraordinary that he was and what his body and his mind are capable of outside of all of that. But if he were to couple it with the technology that's available, that he truly would be superhuman. I mean, I believe he's super emotional because, I mean, I'm just amazed just the fact how, I mean, the whole baby process, how they develop and milestones and things that they learn on a daily basis. Like I come home every afternoon or every evening, it's getting late, uh, every evening and just something new, just something new every day. And just, you know, his mannerisms or with his speech or the way he's walking. I mean, I say he's walking, but like we... I grab him by his arms and kind of pretend walk, but this dude's getting fast. Like he knows how to move them legs. And so it's just something new every day that just is extraordinary how fast, you know, we humans really kind of have this, you know, this code within us, you know, to be who we are, we're destined to be. Um, it's pretty extraordinary. So I just really want to make sure that I do my part to give my son the, the leverage of education, experience, knowledge, know-how, history, all that good stuff, um, and couple it with what this world is offering now, because it's, it's truly, it's truly amazing, man. Like it's hard to even kind of talk about the difference in science fiction versus science fact, because those lines are getting blurred because shit just keeps advancing like crazy. But yeah, um, that's kind of a little, 
a little catch up. Um, I don't even want to use that as an excuse to why I just haven't made any other episodes of this this podcast. I really just kind of put on the back burner and was doing other things, man. Um, started a business. Uh, uh, still, um, I got back into um, some other creative expression like music production. Um, just a lot of a lot of learning, uh, took some courses on data analytics that actually kind of got boring, boring. And I got rid of, <laughs> I had to stop cause I'm just like, I'm not going to be doing spreadsheets all day. Uh, and a lot of that stuff now is going to be automated, which is kind of crazy. I'm like, I look at chat GBT now and I'm like, Oh, I could have been using that to build my sheets and my actual functions and I could have been killing it. Let it automate all that shit, but it's all right. I mean, well, I'll be able to use it if I need to in other endeavors. But yeah, man, it's just, it's been a while and something compelled me tonight as I was uh, check, checking, uh, checking out new equipment and software that I have. So honestly, uh, hopefully you should be experiencing a better quality sound in this podcast. Um, upgrading my mic, upgrading my recording software, um, just so, you know, I can, um, have better quality production. It was more so for my, my business product. Um, and so I was just kind of tweaking it and I'm like, man, let me see how this sound on the mic. So compelled me to make this and it's not fully structured yet. You know, I'm really kind of debating. I kind of listened back to a couple episodes over, you know, over the few months and really kind of, kind of get to the core of what I would really want to express and what, what this podcast to be about and what I can be consistent with. Um, and I still want to kind of take more of a therapeutic approach as far as just my thoughts on current state of affairs, popular culture, my interests and hobbies, things like that, and um, keep it kind of loose and free and definitely not as long. Um, I know some episodes I had were probably over the hour mark. And just as a father now, I ain't got the time for that shit. And I'm like, I, I'm not completely bored. And I do have a lot of things that I think, you know, has substance. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of paid for my advice for a living and my perspective on the world. So I know it holds value, but ain't nobody got time for that. You know, you want to, you want to get in and get out. So I'm going to try to put a new format to, for it to be about, I'd say about 30 minutes, you know, just something you can, you can have something to pass the time. Um, you know, however you, however you consume your podcast, but just don't want to make that too much of a commitment. And that way it'll help me be a little more consistent as well. Um, I can put these out still I'll try to do it maybe like on a weekly basis if I can get it together. Um, but the way that I've been reorganizing my life, structuring it, I kind of have to with this, with this kid here now. Um, and then just having a great, supportive wife uh, that kind of holds the house down when I'm not here or when I got to handle all other business and I pretty much have a truly full-time full-time job I got my nine to five and then I got my my side hustles that I'm that I'm doing so um you know I want to I should be able to have some consistency here like I've had a lot of time to be able to incorporate this this session right now but I've just been using it to optimize other shit that's going on. But um, enough of that. Kind of just to talk about what's been going on in pop, cult pop culture. The biggest thing, man, is I don't know if y'all watched that Chris Rock special on Netflix. 
but god damn man i've been waiting for that and i gotta say man chris rock's been one of my favorite favorite stand-up comedians um bring the pain bigger and blacker um and i even liked his last one tambourine was really really good he's just always sharp he's always able to talk about stuff that could be considered taboo or people don't want to say or too embarrassed to talk about only talked about in certain circles man he has just a a elegance and a marksmanship of being able to talk about these things in a very comedic way but in a very thought-provoking way at the same time because it's just funny and it's sharp it's witty and he's animated as far as you know the way he talks and he expresses himself but it's critical thinking at the same time like you can tell that he thought he took his time to think about this is very methodical and it's not um it's not for the faint of heart man these subjects to take on so i i, I heralds his genius man for, for him to be able to do this and put it in the stand especially and, you know a lot of people a lot of the blog spaces and shit are always going to talk about the messy shit about you know the slap and you know what he said about will and jada which man you know that was like the last 10 minutes of the the set which it was great and man i think it was extraordinary and i think it was about time that he got to say his piece i mean he was the motherfucker that got slapped he never said anything it's been like a year everybody else talked about it but he never said anything which i think is as graceful as fuck so for him to be able to take the time take the platform like he was the motherfucker he was the nigga that gets slapped like will slap <laughs> the motherfucker to slap in order to talk about that kind of shit you know, you know one of the most prolific comedians you know he's gonna say some shit about that <laughs> you can't what you expect you probably think about it in a moment but goddamn. um but no, that honestly wasn't the, I don't think, in my opinion, wasn't the strongest part of the set, man. And I think it was everything before that. And not to give it away, because I really think it was amazing, special, and you should watch it. Um, but he talks about uh, Meghan Markle and the royal family. Um, very, very, very strong take on that, which I think is a lot of truth and <laughs> absurdity and just pure hilarity in that. Um, he talked about abortion. And he even talked about uh, the LGBTQ and these like these topics, man, you know, people are divided. Well, the media will make us feel like we're divided, but most people have more nuanced thoughts and positions on this shit because we're just we're not a binary, you know, culture. We shouldn't be by nature. We, we can't. And so, you know, when it comes to thought and. And, you know, an understanding and so. You know, he he I'll say one thing. He made a line at the beginning of the, 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 the special that, you know, he didn't he didn't make any rounds to try to offend anybody in the content that he he had made for the special. And I think he really delivered on that to talk about those kind of things in a way that's balanced and fair and honest, you know, and also relating to his own experience. I think um, I wasn't offended. I, I didn't really see a point where if anybody else would have been offended, you know, that that's more reflection on themselves because it's just about thought and really kind of taking things into account for what they are. And if you're not looking at it that way, then, you know, you need to ask yourself how you're being honest and, you know, what biases are you are you being, you know, programmed to have? Because a lot of people, man, now these days, nowadays, they're not really divided. They just they get into these 
social media funnels and just echo chambers of like, you know, the algorithm feeds you what you think that you want. And you can easily be tied into it and go down that rabbit hole where you're getting these talking points and you're, you know, it looks compelling. They clip it, they edit it a certain way. And, you know, it really can just wrap you up and not really form an opinion, but just being programmed to say the things that sound opinionated. And that's really sad because people just can't really have conversations anymore. And I'm, and I'm in my work, I'm in a front facing position where I'm talking to clients every day and older clients is really not an issue, but most people that are like 25 and younger, truly it's kind of hard to, to mess up a real meaningful conversation where we're just talking like humans, man. It's like, it's like, are you reading a script? Like, are you a YouTube influencer? Like, what the fuck, bro? Like, we just, it's just me and you, bro. There ain't no cameras, you know, none's being recorded. Well, probably, I don't know. I work in a corporate city, so potentially it could be. But, you know, let's just, let's just be people. And it's hard sometimes. Like, you have to kind of, like, I have to do a process where I'm disarming people. Be like, hey, bro, I'm just, I'm just trying to have a conversation with you. We don't even have to take it to a point where it's like, we have to be politically correct. And in Austin, it's kind of a weird place because it's a very liberal, liberal city in a very conservative state. And you now, and that's what it's been over the last, like, let's say 60 years, right? But in the last three, since Austin has been a, was the, was a haven of normality during COVID where things were still kind of semi-open and you could you know, kind of have some resemblance of a life <laughs> here during all the midst of the lockdown and bullshit. So, you know, a lot of people came here from everywhere. So from New York, from Cali, from Washington, from the Midwest, from Florida, you know, even out of the country, man, um, just so many people. Cause I work in a downtown area and like, I've, you know, I just, I've met so many people from so many different places and, that really also kind of helps create this new gumbo effect that's happening in Austin, where a lot of different ideologies, a lot of religious beliefs are kind of having to meld with each other, you know, and additionally, you know, tech's always, always been here too. And so it's only proliferated further. So you have a huge kind of like vertical slice of the world here. And so the ideas and the expression is kind of weird, man. It's all over the place, but people, but overall people are nice, kind, and overall people just don't want to offend. I'm not really meeting people who are stern in their beliefs and how they want to express them. And honestly, I think that's a little bit refreshing, you know, that we're just not dealing with rude and considered motherfuckers, but at the same time. I think a disadvantage is, is that you really can't get to a core of a real discussion. Like you gotta like people like have to like look both ways real quick and be like, hold on. like, well, what I really think, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like, bro, we don't have to take it there. Like, let's just be honest, man. And just, I know we live in a, in an era now where everything is hype. Like people are hypersensitive, like stop feeding into that bullshit, man. It's, stop just stop if you stop feeding into it it won't exist anymore people need to start growing some balls or grow some pussies out whatever you got i don't care i don't care if you have certain pronouns or whatever 
or you have a certain lifestyle, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't have any problem with that. But if you're trying to force the acceptance of that in a way that it is beyond tolerance, because it's like you tolerate people. You tolerate assholes. You tolerate rude people. Intoleration is not you doing, you know, accepting who they are and then still being an asshole or a prick or a bigot or racist. It's just that you can just keep it moving and doing your own thing. You can. You really can do that. But when you come to the point where you have your own beliefs, your lifestyle, and then you want to impose that on people, then that's a problem. It already is a problem. We don't need to add to it. We already got infrastructure that's there, and that's continuously being broken down. It's not happening fast enough, but there's progress that's being made. But we don't need some new motherfuckers talking about some other new shit with the same principles involved because it's just going to be another cycle. So tolerate people, be nice, be kind, golden rule, treat people the way you want to be treated. But don't don't have people, you know, forcing people to pander to you, you know, like it's just not going to happen. And I'm like, I'm like I said, man, being married to a black woman, that is the that is the low as the lowest category of demographic on the totem pole of importance in America as far as what people care about when it comes to people's rights, civil rights, uh, women's rights, um, diversity, equity, inclusion, all that bullshit. Black women always get it last. Always. Truly. But they don't let that stop them. They don't let that deter them. They are the most determined demographic and most prolific one, you know, in the last 10, 15 years now. So in that regard, man, like that should be the basis. Talk to it. Like if you think you have it hard, then you have it. Like, let me, let me, let me be a little bit more specific. Who may be inclusive, a disabled <laughs> black woman <laughs> that identifies as LGBTQ, whatever. <laughs> that is the bottom of the total pole of the demographic. Talk to one of those people. And get their perspective on things. I think you'd be surprised as far as what they tolerate and what they go through. And they would have a doom and gloom. Like, I'm tired of these people being more offended for other people that they don't even identify with. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Making It doesn't make any sense at all. Anyway, I know that was a kind of a rant. But anyway, I just, I kind of want this, again, the podcast to be a little bit more free-flowing. Uh, it still would be broadly specific. It won't be all Fifth Amendment anymore. I have a new uh, media conglomerate that I've created with one media. Um, that's I'm putting everything else under there, everything under the sun uh, that I have. So um, there's just so much uh, creative energy that I have now. My son has really given me that spark, and I have so many different endeavors that I want to embark on, and I've already started with. Um, and this podcast was one that I was like, man, I got, I got to get back to it. Um, I love talking. I love talking to myself. <laughs> Apparently people love hearing me talk to myself. Um, so there is a, um, so a minor purpose for me to continue to, to you know, do this, do this channel, we'll do this podcast. 
So to those people that have been listening, I thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, even if you might not care to listen to it again, you might find that in any other new audience members that I I find. And it's all over the world, man. It most Mostly it's from the U.S. A lot in te- Texas specifically, but I have a lot of people in Europe, more people in Africa, some in Australia, um, and I didn't think I see any in, in Asia, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't believe it anyway. I think it would be some frost or some shit if I saw some shit from India or the Philippines. <laughs> That's problematic, but I'm just being real. I'm being real. Um, but yeah, so I, uh, I open it up to the new listeners. Thank you so much for checking in um, with this podcast. Uh, I definitely will be having more episodes uh, to come and then you'll be on this journey of uh, just BS that I like to talk. Um, so yeah, I'm going to end it pretty abruptly on that, but um, just thanks for taking the time to listen to Briley Specific. You could have listened to anything else, but decided to listen to some BS. Appreciate you. Peace.